Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with breaking down, revisiting the Oscars. Today, we're going to tackle the 2018 Oscars 2017 films, a very just meh, a lot of meh wins this year. I felt like when I was looking at the winners, I was like, that one best picture? Golly, that was terrible. Um, but as always, I am joined by Mr. Jacob. How are you, buddy? I am doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty solid. Um, you just like froze like pretty like that. I'm sorry. So it was pretty cool. My bad. Um, (laughs) also joined this week by Kenzie. How are you today? I'm good. I, Peter Gallagher posted that he watches the crown. So I feel really good. We forgot to talk about that. She has validation. I I feel seen. I do. (laughs) I feel like he follows you or like looks at your stuff. You know what I mean? You know. Also this week, we are joined as we are each and every week by our good friend from the fantasy football round table, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you today, buddy? Doing pretty good. You know, watched a little uh, football. The Broncos have not yet lost this week. Um, So that's, you know, (laughs) that's a good thing. They're They're, uh, they're about to kick off, so thank God we're on this uh, this show. Right now. Can I tell you what just happened or no? I am I'm recording it so that I can feel sad later. <laughs> I can't tell you just what just happened. Okay, all right, fine. I won't tell you. All right. Also joining us this week, um, uh, Miss Barry Clankford. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I just pull up a seat. Oh man. Yeah, I really, I'm done with Langford. Like, I just don't even understand why he's on the show anymore. I just, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Eric. I'm kidding. I'm like, I'm really excited. You said you have stuff for your segment this week. I'm very, very excited to hear it. I Yo, really hope that it's something good because last I'm time sure I get you really off. just fell flat. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know, man. Right. I got to take advantage. I get that now. You feel brand new. Like, you got a new mic. You got a little, some, you got some headphones going on. Like, are you feeling like, you feeling different now? Like I feel like you got a good vibe going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Thank right. you. Good. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. it's working. It's not, but I'm just trying to be nice. Um, Try harder. Wow. <laughs> God, this is this is starting off good. All right. For those of you at home, for the first time listening, here are the rules. We understand the Academy has its faults, and so does Eric. We try to rectify some of the wrongdoings they have each and every year by renominating and reawarding the Big Six, Best Picture, Best Director, and the four acting categories. But this game comes with a fun twist. Each person will have a chance to pick first, and then they'll pick a person and or a movie, and the next person's not able to pick the same person. We then take a vote, and the voter can't pick the person they uh, voted for, and then that's how we determine our winner. Also, we have a fun segment that we add each and every week. We call it the Langford's Corner. That will end the episode. So if you want to fast forward to 23 minutes and 72 seconds, we will the then time. be able to talk about the Eric Langford Corner. Now let's make it to that timestamp. If you're right. <laughs> I mean, technically 23 minutes and 72 seconds is 24 minutes and 12 seconds, but hey. You know, I know math's hard for no, you. No, no, no. You had to let you had to let them work that math out on their own. That's I part know. of the joke. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. We kick it off with the best supporting actress category today. We had Leslie Mainville for Phantom Thread, which was fantastic. And let him go. By the way, watch that movie. Laura Metcalf for Lady Bird. Mary J. Blige for Mudbound. Then we had Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Meh. And then we had Allison Janney for I Tanya. Um, let's go ahead and kick it off with. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed Mr. Eric Langford. 
I'm going with Julia Jones for Wind River. Cool. Oh, that's great. That's good. Uh, Mr. Fox. First of all, Eric, I think you should feel better because they say you only hurt the ones you love, which means Ricky loves you more than the I rest know. of us. <laughs> I feel bad. It's like he's known everyone else for so long, and he just <laughs> gave me his heart. It's so sweet. <laughs> And it went creepy there. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Laura Dern for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Ooh, the Holdo Maneuver. I forgot. This is like, that's, I think that's Fox's like favorite movie from that year. That's one of my favorite movies probably ever. It's my favorite Star Wars movie for it's sure. It's a really good Star Wars movie. Uh, Jacob. Saw it four times, wept four times. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm going to go... Holly Hunter for the big sick. I like it. That's a good one. Um, Kenzie. Michelle Pfeiffer, mother. I'm, I'm, it's starting, baby. I like it. I can't not do it. If you half are, our viewership didn't hey, click off because of The Last Jedi, we lost the mother. <laughs> wow. Ryan no. Johnson and Darren Aronofsky slander. I like both no, but those movies. Are it's, it's, it's the, the fans of the films. Yeah. Polarized. Mm. I'm going to go Laura Metcalf for Lady Bird. Um, my vote is going. Wait, Kenzie, what was the? Who'd you say? Michelle. Pfeiffer. Not that Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to vote Michelle Pfeiffer for Mother. Yeah, Kenzie, I'm vote? voting for the winner, Laurie Metcalf. Perfect. Uh, Jacob. Uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for who won, Laurie Metcalf. Holy. <laughs> My ears just like lost everything. Mr. Fox? Julia Jones. All right. And Mr. Langford. Uh, I'll give it to Laura Dern. All right. So Metcalf wins. High five. As she did. As she did in um, real life. Yep. Exactly. Uh, transitioning over to the best supporting actor. We've got our nominees. Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World. William Defoe for the Florida Project, Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards Outside Ebony, Missouri, uh, Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Meh, and Sam Rockwell for Three Board Billboards Outside of Ebony, Missouri, and Mr. Fox, you are first. This one is for you, Kenzie. Adam, mother loving driver for Star Wars Episode <laughs> Eight: The Last Jedi. I can't wait till like Kenzie, we're doing like, this. Wait, just, should I watch them for him? Oh, he's very the, the, good. The sequel, oh. Yes, he's my favorite character in all. Yeah, of Star he's Wars. like the reason, the one good. thing yeah. that works in all. Oh, three wow, wow, movies. wow! Four guys yelling at me. Yes, he watched Star Wars. Don't watch. No, no, no but it's you because Adam Driver. No, I watch for Adam Driver. Right, that, he's yeah. the one thing that works in all three movies and actually his, has a sustained story. His uh, his scene at the beginning of Force Awakens is still one of the coolest Star Wars things I think I've ever seen. And I just I wished that they would have just gone full in and let him be the full villain of the the Rise of Skywalker. No, but yeah, spoiler alert. I, I think she's fine. Jacob, um, is this supporting actor? Yep. Yes. <sighs> nope. Cinematography. I want to go shy, but I'm gonna go Patrick Stewart for Logan. Yes, thank God. Oh, that was Kenzie. Okay. Wow, I feel like no one's gonna say who I want, but I—that's not. And you say it, and I'll vote for it. I have so many. Um, I know I had a lot. I had a lot. And that's what you went with. Here. 
I'm gonna go uh Daniel Craig, Logan Lucky. Oh, that's a good one. That's a fucking terrible movie. Uh, in his I'm first movie go... role, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, small time actor. I'm Southern go... Southern Craig. I'm gonna go Michael Stolberg for Call Me by Your Oh Name. yay. Langford. What? I thought we vote going back. Okay. Uh, oh, I have to pick mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rockwell, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, yeah, right. that, yeah. Come back. Langford. Uh, I'm gonna vote for. Um. Oh, this is killing me. Kenzie, mm. which one did you say? Wait, uh, hold the phone. Kenzie didn't vote for Logan. For Logan I know. I didn't pick Logan to follow. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I made a joke about it like five seconds ago. Uh, no, the one I'm thinking of is is um, Jacob. Patrick Stewart. No. Okay, all right. Patrick <laughs> Stewart. Adam Adam Driver? Patrick Stewart. Okay. Adam Driver vote, for Star Wars? I vote Patrick Stewart. Oh, my God. Like, what is going on right now? Like, I don't know. Whole wait, wait, you just said Michael Stolberg incorrectly. Are you feeling okay? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't I am, know. I am gonna vote uh, Adam Driver, uh, Kenzie. Michael Stolberg. Yeah, thank you. Um, Daniel Craig. Sir oh, Patrick Stewart. There we go. Oh, I was about okay. to say, I am not trying to do a five-way tie here. Okay, guys. Like <laughs> I know. I will. A little uh, ridiculous here. Matt's right. reaction when I voted for him made me think it was coming. So. All right, transitioning over to the best director category, we had PTA for Phantom Thread. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, and then Gilmore for The Shape of Meh. Um, Jacob, you were first. Oh, I don't want to go first on this one. I know. This is a tough one. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. There's a lot. And there's like all the directors we usually like shill for are all this year. Oh, there is a Nolan film. I know Nolan. My there's opinion, a Nolan Villeneuve, uh, Edgar Wright. Uh, Keep talking. Okay, yeah. after all these people, I'm gonna go. David Lowry for a ghost story. What? Uh, Darren Aronofsky, Mother. Safety Brothers, Good Time. Baby Driver, oh, Edgar Wright. He's... I love it. I love Baby Driver. Fox. I'm gonna go with Ryan Johnson. You have to continue. <laughs> oh, I love three. this. Vote. I'll go with Edgar Wright. Uh, I'm just going to go with... Um... <clears throat> don't nobody tell him. Nobody tell him. Don't <laughs> anybody say a word. I don't even remember what you picked. So it's... Oh, you went with the Safety brothers. Yes, this time. Because <laughs> you had me watch Good Time, and at first I was like, eh, and then it grew hard on me. Yeah. And then... Oh, so gosh. It grew hard on me. We should yeah. That. <laughs> yeah I don't that. know when we didn't use that. Hold on. Seth 11 brother. minutes and 30 seconds. I'm going to clip that for later. All right. That'll be the highlight of this week's episode. Um, I am going to vote for Darren Onofsky for Mother. Yes. I'll do this. Kenji, I'm doing Safety Brothers. I wish okay. I could vote for Aronofsky myself. Jacob? Uh, I'm going to go Safties. All right. And that's it, right? Yeah. Sassy Brothers win. Nobody nominated Greta Gerwig, so. Greta Gerwig, Christopher Nolan, Denny Villeneuve. 
over to the best actress. We had Frances McDormand for three billboards outside of Ebony, Missouri. We had Cersei Ronan for Lady Bird, Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Meh, Margot Robbery for I, Tanya, and Meryl Streep for The Post. That was a terrible nominee. Um, and Kenzie, you are first. What if I said Meryl Streep The Post? Yes. If you do. don't say the person, that I think you're going to say, I'll say that person. Um, no, I'm going to say the person you think I'm going to say. Okay. Jennifer fucking Lawrence mm. in motherfucking mother. I like it. Um, she took go a rib. Away. I'm going Jessica Chastain for Molly's game. See, I want to go Sally Hawkins out of spite, but I can't because Jar- Carla Gugino deserves to win this year for Gerald's game. Cool, but no. Um, yeah. Bucks? Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen, Wind River. I like it. Jacob, I'm counting on you. Oh, no. I had one in my head, but now I'm scared. Um, okay, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going with Brooklyn Prince for Florida Project. You let me down. Vote. I'm sorry. Vote. Um, I'm going to go... What was the one Fox said? He said Jennifer Lawrence and Mother. No, I said Elizabeth. (laughs) I'll go Elizabeth Olsen. Fox. Jessica Chastain. I like it. Elizabeth Olsen. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. There's another pick here. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Chastain and Olsen tie. Yes. Yeah. All right. Transitioning over to the best actor. Category our nominees were Daniel Day Lewis, Phantom Thread, Chalamet for Calling Me by Your Name, Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel, Daniel Kalua for Get Out, and Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, which is our winner. I'm going to kick it off here. I've got Robert Pattinson for Good Time. Langford? Uh Ross Lynch, my friend Dahmer. All right, Mr. Fox. Jeremy Renner for Wind River. All right. Jacob? Um, James Franco for Disaster Artist. I like it. Um, Kenzie? I'm so mad. I have a list of nine people and no one has been said. You're welcome. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Robert Pattinson was said. So uh, I'm going to go Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, vote. Robert motherfucking Pattinson. Jacob? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Fox? James Franco. <laughs> Lankford? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Does my vote even matter? No, probably not. It does. Um, it, it, it depends who you vote for. It. I'll vote Timothy Chalamet then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Pattinson wins. Um who should have at least been nominated that year. Jesus. All right, transitioning over to Best Picture. We had three billboards outside Ebony, Missouri. We had Dunkirk. We had The Post. We had The Darkest Hour. We had Call Me By Your Name, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Meh, and then our winner was Get Out. Um, Mr. Langford, you are first. Our winner was Get Out? No, the Shape no. of Meh really won. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Yes. 
Mr. Fox. Christopher Nolan, I still love you. But I'm going Star Wars episode. <laughs> <laughs> we got Fox. Wait, apologize. Was all of Fox's um, picks, were they all either Wind River or Star Wars? Yes. Yes. I love it. Yes. He's got a brand up hold over here, man. I love well, that he apologized like, to his Nolan brand up. I like Logan. There was a few movies that I had on, on the list, but I don't know. Yeah, I can't believe Jacob didn't say huge Jackman for Logan. Yeah. I had that on my I list. had I had a bunch. Yeah. Jacob? Uh I'm actually Matt apologized to Christopher Nolan. I'm gonna praise him. I'm going Dunkirk. Kenzie? Um, the second most important movie of the year. No, that's the first most important oh, movie. Right. Uh Lady Bird. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, damn. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna stick with what I've been going throughout this entire episode. And I'm the shape vote. of water. Yeah, we know. That's... I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna go get out. Um, that's and I'm going to vote for Lady Bird. Um, Kenzie, Blade Runner 2049. Huh? Blade Runner 2049. Oh, that was Eric's pick. Yeah, Jacob. Um, wait, did Ricky? Did you say you're going with Get Out? Yep. Oh, then I'll go with that. Fox. I'm really sorry, Christopher Nolan, but I will vote for Get Out. Okay, so, okay, so it wins. So then I'll go Dunkirk. Yay! Cool. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. But I'm glad Get Out won. I'm sorry, Lady Bird. I mean, uh, you could have said Lady Bird, and it would have been like a tie. No, you. No, nobody you voted for three. it. Oh wait, Ricky. I voted, voted for Lady Bird. Wow, guys. But there oh. were three. Oh, there so we only had two votes no, for there Get Out. No, there was only two for Get Out. Yeah, uh, only Eric, Matthew. And... I mean, uh, Fox and and Jacob voted for Get Out. Kenzie voted for Twenty Forty Nine, and you just blew the. You just. Can I switch it? No, no. It's too late now. It's too okay. late now. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Just because of your faultiness throughout this entire episode, the Langford Corner has been canceled for okay. this episode. No, no can I take it over? Um, we have to, right. don't, don't we have to do the uh, the guilty pleasures? No, first? we're not doing anything now because you just screwed everything up. Now I have a really good guilty pleasure. All right, uh, all right, Kenzie, we'll let you kick it off since you have such a great guilty pleasure. The Snowman. Oh no! Oh. <sighs> Don't pique my interest in finally watching that. I don't want to do that. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Right. Didn't they not even bother to like color correct it? And, like half of it just looks like raw footage. Some of it's terrible, but you yeah. have so many things that we need you to watch. Please don't make this your. Problem. Oh no! I, I started cracking through those. I I hit. Um. Well, we'll do it in Eric's corner. Whatever. I guess if yeah. that's not canceled. No. We need to hear the updates. <laughs> Okay. I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, That's the devil all the time. You could have skipped that. We could have okay. told you to skip that garbage. Never mind. You're right great. on the snowman trajectory. Go ahead. Yeah, you might as well just watch <laughs> snowman since you like to think wow. of anything. Same thing. Um, the devil all the time and Eurovision. Eurovision, I thought was. I think you're what just are we talking about? Eurovision. The movies everybody gave me a list of to catch up for the. You didn't the, watch anything I asked gave, you. Who gave you those list? Yes. Who gave you? Who do you think? Me. Yeah, well, fuck well, you. that's your first All problem. Right. So, um, 
Um, we're on the bottom. Your first problem. Your first problem was listening to Jacob. That was your first problem. Oh no, I have um, your top ten second, list saved. That's second another. problem is I need your guilty pleasure. We didn't uh, have the Langford corner yet. It hasn't been twenty three minutes and seventy two seconds yet. Okay. Okay. So please give us your no. Who's pleasure. whose turn is it for that? Your it's your pleasure. It's Valerian your in the pleasure. city it's of a thousand pleasure. planets. What you oh, like that movie? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. No. People right. who uh, mention snowman can't cast stones. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a guilty pleasure. You know what I mean. Well, that's, I mean, that's I almost said The Last Jedi just because so many people oh. like hate on people for liking it. Like, all right, you can boot Eric again. <laughs> no, like, it's guilty that I like it because everybody hates on people for liking that movie. So do Mallory and Jason on binge mode, so I feel vindicated. Jacob, guilty butter. Um, okay, so PT Barnum's a piece of shit. But I am a big sucker for musicals, and the music I didn't think was terrible. So the Greatest Showman should have gone like left field and like thinking about it. The piece of shit. So Justice League or something. Yeah, that's my list. Justice League. Pleasure. Look, he's waiting for the Snyder cut before he commits. Yeah, (laughs) that's my guilty pleasure. Uh, Justice Justice League is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, no, oh, you have on. seen. I'm thinking of ending things, uh, Mr. Fox. Exactly. Your guilty pleasure. So one of my uh, movies that I really like is Groundhog Day. So when they made Groundhog Day of horror movies in Happy Death Day, oh. that but that's was such a good movie. Right up my alley. I don't think anybody is going to put it in an awards classification. So I feel I like it put, feels what a little bit better. What do you think of the second here? one and them trying to push it into a third? You know one? what? I didn't mind the second one. Yeah, I like. I don't also one. feel like I need to have another movie. Okay, okay, because like I, I, I thought this. Yeah, I, I like the first one. I think one. it works because of Jessica Rose. Yeah, however you pronounce her name, it's she's so, so charismatic in this part. She makes it. I mean, it could have been a hot mess, but I thought it worked. It was, but hot in a good way. Like the movie was very appealing. In total, it was fun. The sequel was not so fun. It was good. No. no. It wasn't as good, but it wasn't terrible. No. It was no, I'm thinking of ending things. Wait, yeah. so Ricky already said Justice know. League, so has everyone said Are there? you being serious about Justice League? Yeah. Oh, I've got that in Fist Fight as my two. There are people who were like so over the Snyder stuff that Justice League was like, hey, a lighthearted comic book movie. Like, there are people who like it. I like Justice League. I think it's a good movie. I mean, I've seen way worse comic book movies. Have you seen Aquaman? Aquaman is single one of the worst comic book movies ever made. Period. Okay, hang on. Okay, so Brent, hey, pump the brakes. You like are... Justice League and don't like Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman's <laughs> terrible. Virtually everything that could be appealing about Justice League is like... Aquaman ramping that up to eleven, like no, it's not. It's not even remotely close. Justice League. Go ahead. I think Aquaman is one of the weak parts of Justice League, but for my money, there's only one motherfucking Flash, and it's Grant Gustin. Yes, 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 yes. Ezra Miller can. Yep. Not just that; he's a terrible. I, you know, hey, they already had in the Flash. They had them meet, and so why not just have them slide on over? 
I don't get that. So Ezra Miller attacked the fan. Has he done anything else? Oh yeah, he just Attack got casted. Fans. He just got casted in something like major. No, no, no. Like anything like, like that. Oh, interrupt you guys. As, we, as I promised at the 23 minute and 72 second mark, we are now entering the Eric Langford corner. Eric, the stage is yours for 30 seconds, counting now. All right, I want to talk about Ghost in the Shell. Uh, I want to talk about how this year there was a lot of controversy around Scarlett Johansson's casting and how I felt like that. In a weird way, it's a double-edged sword where you want room in movie theaters for there to be movies that appeal to different, you know, genres and audiences. And casting a, an actress that would bring audiences that wouldn't normally watch that into the movie theater is a good way of. Thirty seconds is up. All right, the Langford Court. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm oh, just I kidding. thought he actually had. I was. <laughs> I was really interested on this. Yeah. I said 30 seconds. No, 30 I do. Seconds. Right. I would like to get to a point where they could have an Asian actress in that role, but I felt like a very smart way to make it to where a studio is willing to so fund in the future goes to the show. Like is like an Emma Stone because it worked for Aloha, right? <laughs> God. Did it make money though? What? No, it didn't. I, it, so then again, it doesn't like, open the door for an Asian actress to ever play it because why would they make it again? No, that's not. I'm not saying that it like worked or whatever, but I'm saying as far as that strategy of approach to something, like I think there are a lot of reasons people didn't watch Ghost in the Shell and then and then didn't rewatch Ghost in the movie? Shell. Yeah, like so. I'm just movie? saying. I thought that's that was an why. interesting thing in the middle of so many controversial movies come out. That one had an interesting so, situation. Let me ask you. We've obviously she, seen she quite a tree. change in the last couple of years. To be serious for a second, quite a little bit of change in the way Hollywood does things and then things that people were doing at the time that this movie came out wouldn't fly today. Do you think if they made the movie today, they would have still done the same casting? No. And you're right. It's crazy fast how things are moving. Like, well, yeah, because this is only four years ago, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. The big problem is, is, is they do these sorts of things is because when you put a name attached to it, that's how they get stuff gets made. You know what I mean? That's the biggest problem. I mean, if you put a no name, like, you know, you've put a no name attached to the ghost in the shell, it doesn't have the budget. It does. It doesn't have, it doesn't get made the way it's would have been made the way it is. Who knows if it would have been made at all. Right. Well, the other weird thing is Scarlett Johansson isn't necessarily on her own financially viable. She's just a great actress who's been in some critically acclaimed things, like a lot, you know, Under the Skin and Lost in Translation and, and all of these things that she's done that are great. I don't know Before that she, she started talking. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know. That, Before that she started doing press, yeah. she did movies that yeah. were good. Yeah, and I mean, I, but she's a box, but she was attached to a lot of box office success. I mean, she was uh, attached to the Avengers or uh, to, to was she the part significant of part of that though? And then Lucy yes, made a lot of she's, Lucy she made is a, lot a major of money. part of Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying huge. financially, she wasn't like, oh, I want to see Scarlett Johansson in this movie. It was you wanted to see the Avengers. But I'm well, saying it, there like, was, it was unclear. Have... That's why I think it was a good idea to take a shot with Ghost in the Shell, even though it like failed. Yeah, but I mean, you got to remember, Lucy was a bo was a box office hit as well, though. That's not what year did Lucy no, come out? Twenty fourteen. So. It wasn't box a big box office hit. Lucy? It was, no, it wasn't. Lucy was four hundred and fifty eight million dollars. Yes, it did. On what budget? The budget was forty million dollars on Lucy. There's no way the what? budget was forty million dollars. Yeah, I just looked it up. Thirty nine. Yeah, forty the million dollars. The entire budget? budget, the marketing budget. 
I mean, if you that's that's so even if you put it at a hundred million dollars, it made four hundred and fifty eight worldwide. That's a that's three hundred okay. million dollars. So yeah, it made a lot of money. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, hey. it made it made forty three million on its opening weekend. Well, at least we know Scarlett Johansson didn't learn her lesson. So moving on to another. Moving topic. on to Steve Buscemi, how he had two great movies come out this year, and is hot. I wouldn't go there. Exactly. Boy, I, I almost nominated him for supporting actor. For, for what um, movie? Stalin? Uh, Stalin and or Lean on Pete. Either one. Charlie Plummer was almost my best actor pick. All right, cool. That was awesome. Anybody else? Resisting the urge to make a joke about death of Stalin. Kenzie, you said you had something. I have something, yes. The Beguiled. Song to Song, mm -hmm. Thoroughbreds. Okay. Everybody liked Thoroughbreds, yes. Yes. Yeah. I told someone to watch it as a comedy and they got so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hostiles with Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, Timothy okay. Chalamet, uh, A Fantastic Woman. Call Me By Your Name. I nominated Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, yeah I know. We um, one that I did forget about Best, best Actor. It Comes At Night. I almost went to I almost went McAvoy for Split because that movie. Yes, is, so did I. Oh, He's on my list. Yeah, he was on my list. Such so a it's on great. Oh, Taylor Joy. And then none Split of was us, last year. None of no, us. It was okay. that was glass. Don't confuse the two. None of us nominated oh, Phantom you. Thread. No, no. Split Are you saying it was last? No, was no, it came out in January of 2017. Came out yeah, it was, it was. It was January of 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember good. seeing it. It was weird. Oh, I thought you meant it came out last year because Glass did come out last year. And it was terrible. That was only last year? That well, feels like nine years ago. January of 2019. If Split was this year, I wanted to be a little bit of a douche and call out that I called that Glass was going to be awful because Split was written way back when he was writing Unbreakable and a bunch of good scripts. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, I finally did Split. Oh, everyone loved that. I'm going to write another script now after yeah. years of having like tanked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they had they had Bruce Willis's literal literal unbreakable character just drowned and die. Like well, sorry if I spoil it. Sorry if it's oh sorry if I spoiled Masterpiece Glass for anyone. I mean it only came out. I just a think year it's ago. funny that they're like, we have all these security cameras dedicated, so don't even try to room around the yeah. hospital at night. And then he just does. Yep. With no explanation. That's his big mastermind move. All right, is that is that all we got for this week, guys? Um, I just want to say that Phantom Thread is one of the funniest movies ever put into theaters. And I, just... I found out last year that Brad Pitt and I were at the same screening, but I was not aware. And I'm really <laughs> upset that I didn't pursue him. I haven't I watched it yet. Say... Ever? I've had it. No, I've had it for like a year and a half. Well, they just added it to HBO Max again. Oh, It's fucking great. That movie made me question if I even liked watching movies. Oh, goodness gracious. I was going to wow. end the show, but here we are back, baby. Let's go. I left the theater and almost canceled my movie pass subscription. Maybe it's something about being in that low corner because I broke your heart when I was in that low corner last yeah. week. And now Jacob just, you know, 
Jacob, I mean, uh, I've been like in okay. the same spot I mean, my whole life. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're consistently in that spot. Uh, um, I love it. Okay, am I allowed to like kill him on air? Rebuttal. Like, is that Rebuttal. if you can get to him? Your name Grogu, and you didn't tell one, us. one, the <laughs> costumes are obviously just masterful okay. two, 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 the score beautiful three daniel day lewis has never been oh, funnier man. never been funnier when See, they're putting the butter confuses on me the as toast someone who hasn't watched it daniel day lewis has never been funnier uh, when he's putting like, the yes, butter on the toast what about the milkshake like, scene and there will be blood that was hilarious but that Thank whole movie much. it took a while to get to that scene he's consistently a comedian to the comedy okay three Three. I can't spoil it. There will be laughs. I can't spoil it, but um, kiss me I'm, before I'm sick. Come on, come on. There will Great. Be, there will be laughs. That sounds like a, like, oh a my comedy starring Marilyn. Also, it's never been a movie to make asparagus have a bigger comeback ever. Plus, for those who are anti-mushroom, this just confirmed all their feelings about it. Exactly. So if you're like, I like truffles, but I don't like the actual consistency of mushrooms. Perfect movie, just like Matthew Fox said on Team Phantom Thread. Uh, the score. I own Phantom Thread. Yeah, we like we, this top row, right? Yes, I'm a Phantom mm -hmm. Thread as well. No. The oh, you're on the bottom row. You got kicked down. I'll stand alone. The bottom row put implanted fake memories in <laughs> Jacob's head. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really him. Um, oh. Uh, Vicky Crepes, just a um, fucking movie star. Leslie Manville, beautiful performance from her. And it's shot on great film. I saw it on 35 millimeter with Brad Pitt, apparently. If you look up the first time. I feel like that part is like boosting your enjoyment of the film. <laughs> like, no, because I didn't find out about it until last year. But like in this year, Phantom Thread's like my number three movie. I think yeah. it's one of Paul Thomas Anderson's best. And my favorite thing was all the press they did for the movie. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis refused to go to anything. So like Paul Thomas Anderson was like on Jimmy Kimmel. And like normally you don't really see directors on Jimmy Kimmel. But Paul uh, Daniel Day-Lewis refused to go to anything. So they would send Paul Thomas Anderson in this place. It's funny because only Paul Thomas Anderson can do such things. <laughs> yeah, because he's hilarious. A teacher I mean, from back when I... Daniel Day-Lewis would have a prickly personality. He just seems so lovable and all. All of his films are like so nice and PTA was like, he um, he has a flip phone and he has like 10 contacts. Mm -hmm. So he says every time someone calls him, he answers it. And he's like, who is this? And he's like, I always have to convince him that it's me. <laughs> and then this was the whole when um, Daniel Day-Lewis retired. And this is like his last movie. And Jimmy Kimmel like asked him, like, are you gonna get him to do another one? He's like, I mean, if anybody can get him to do it, it will be me. But do I want that pressure on me? Like <laughs> really funny. Uh, Paul well, also, this was the year that Adam Sandler started making a re-resurgence. So we can we can love that for him. Well, yep. like this when was the ridiculous started. I want to know when Myerwood stories. Okay, what, what has he done? I thought it was then? next year. It was this year. Mm -hmm. I know. I, I love almost, that I was, movie. I was so close. That's trying to make the point. I'm mentioning uncut gems. Oh, wait, Hubi Halloween came out. I forgot he made that great masterpiece. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Music City Drive-In. I'm super excited. We're two weeks away from the Christmas edition of 
the Music City Drive-In. That's going to be fantastic. Um, make sure to tune into that. Next week, we will do the 2019 Oscars. Make sure to head on over to Twitter. Give Eric a follow um, at I Am A Loser. Give Jacob a follow at TBerry57. Give Matthew Fox a follow at Nighthawk77341. I think he should have opened a new handle with that. <laughs> Just stick it to Ricky. Wait, that's that's Jacob's handle, though. What? Oh, I Am no. A Loser? Yeah. Oh. Hating on Phantom Thread. <laughs> Goodbye. Earlier, earlier, Jacob tweeted something amazing, and I take back all my love from that tweet. I am mad that I didn't do this right here. For the, I'm like, why does my yeah. screen keep going full? Like, I don't know why I didn't do this earlier. But make sure to <laughs> give, <laughs> give uh, Kenzie a follow at Ken's Venunu. Give myself a follow at Ricky Blair <laughs> underscore. <laughs> Oh, oh he's in control. Sorry. All right, folks. And then uh, go head on over to the Music City Drive In to check out all the latest articles and reviews and stuff that we have up there. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Drive In Podcast Network, including the Fantasy Football Roundtable, Film Optics, The Debbie Delight, and. Oh, Open there's Video also a new sports podcast called Princess Diana vs. Prince Charles. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in to the episode. And William and Harry are never going to talk to you guys <laughs> later.